0: Rabbi Sai, we are coming closer and closer to Lezhensk. <coughs> and um, it's, it's almost impossible for us to be able to be speaking about the Rebbe of Miloch. Uh, to speak by the Tzin is even harder. It's a chutzpah to speak about the Rebbe of Miloch by the Tzin. So I figured we'll do it on the bus and uh, we'll get a bit of an idea of who we're going to. There are people that travel around the world for many, many hours just to be by the scene of the Rebbe of Mylach. We have the Schos to be there, it's Takah Schos. It's a a mikveh there for anyone that wants to go, even a tower before. But I just want to give the Oilam a little bit of an introduction to the world of the Rebbe of Meilach, just a small, a few Nakudas, maybe a story or two, and then I'm sure the Oylem will feel it themselves. So, Rebbe Limelech Weisblom of Lezhensk, was Niftachof Alef Ado, was born in Tictin, some say actually in the forest nearby, place that now is actually three mass graves, to Rebelozer and Rav Weisblum. The, the Sar Shulam of Belz, the first Belzer Rebbe, once said about the holiness, the kedusha, of the Rebbe of Meilach, he said, I knew a Yid who knew the mother of the Rebbe of Meilach. And the first Belzer Rebbe said, that without that I I, it, I wouldn't have never have believed that he was born to a human being the rebbe of Mailach became part of the inner circle of the khevr kadisha of the magid magid we and the magid was known as the rebbe of all the Hasidim, and talmud of the Balshem, shem or the Noemi millionic was known as the rebbe of all of the rebbes and there were four primary talmidim of the rebbe of mylach again like we said by the Chayza, sometimes when we, we understand who the Talmidim were then it gives us a little bit of an idea who the Rebbe was. Four main Talmidim, of course there were hundreds, thousands of Talmidim, Were all better at some Talmidim, but just the four main Talmidim of the Rebbe of Meilach was the Koshet Tzemagid, the Riminova, the Chayza, and the aptarov So just to give you an idea, these, these were the Talmidim of the Rebbe Rav Maylach. Now, I'll just tell you one Maisa that uh, the Rebbe's brother, half-brother, step-brother, Rav, Zisha, Rav Zushia, of Annapol. So we know that they, were, they used to go into exile. They went to Golis for many, many years. They spent years together, in fact. Uh, eight and a half, to be exact, living in Golis day-to-day, traveling all over Poland, uh, making tikkunim towards the Gola. That's what they were doing. But one particular time, the Rebbe of Milech and Lubzisha were staying in an inn. And uh, there was a chasna going on. And as was the derech, when they made a chasna in various places in Poland, the aniyim, the poor people, would come and they would be able to partake of the, the feast. Sometimes towards the end of the chasna, the badchen would come and start making fun of the poor people and use it as a bit of a joke. One time, the Rebbe of Milech was sitting in the corner in the middle of nowhere. No one could see him, was tucked away somewhere. And his brother, Lubzisha, we're sitting in the front row of this, and of course they're unrecognized, no one knew who they were, they were in gallas, And uh, the person over there making fun decided to pick someone to make fun of. Say so he goes over to Abzisha, says come, come with me, bring him to the middle of the circle, and he starts making fun, and everybody's laughing, and Abzisha's loving it, he's Marmishing Gan Eden, making Tikkunim, and this is a Kapora, and it's Kvaldik. And eventually they put him back to his seat. And then, they need somebody else, an hour later they need, oh, they need to do it again. So again they pick with Pzisha and they said, Come, come with us. He's in the front row, no. So they pick him, he comes to the front row, and all this time his brother, the Rebbe of Milak, is looking and he's seeing what's going on. I also want to have this kapora. I want to do the same thing. So when as soon as they put Zisha back into his place, the Rebbe of Miloch goes to his brother Pzisha and he says, My dear brother, it's not fair that you get all of these kaporas. I also want a kapora. So let's switch seats. I'll sit in your seat front row. You'll go all the way to the corner where I was sitting, where no one notices you. And this way all of us have a bit of a kapora. A few minutes later, they're looking for somebody else to make fun. So they decide, you know, we can't go to the same person we've been using, the same front row. Let's go somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Go to the corner over there and the chat <laughs> ribzisha. The chat <laughs> ribzisha, there he was, Rebbe Mailer understood from that that everything's Bashkochapratis. Everything happens that's meant to happen. And if the Shem does something, it's because he understands that it's for our good. And there's no way you can hide from that. The Balatanya, Rabbi Say, once said that if his seifa is for the bane the Noem el is the sifron Shel sadikim. That's what the Balatanya said about the <inaudible> Heiliger Noem <inaudible> el Rabbi Say. Before I just tell you a couple of facts about the, the Tzian and the cava, I just want to tell you one last Maisa. And this Maisa happened that um, the Rebbe of Aylach, because of his avoider, would sometimes faint. Poschet fainted. He was so involved in the avodah. He was so, he's so <laughs> in a different world. He would faint. And there was one particular time. Every time they tried to revive him, there was one time they were unsuccessful. The poschet couldn't revive the Rebbe of Melech. They didn't know what to do in that case. So they, they figured he's poschet going to leave the world. What are we going to do? The Rebbe of Melech is, is is he's fainted and he's on the floor and they can't revive him. Normally they can revive him. This time it's not being successful. What are we going to do? So uh, they realized he's going to leave the world. So there was a Yid over there, Rabbi Von Moshe of P'shavosk. And they said to him, what should we do? So the P'shavoska said, what you should do is go to the local shuk, take a, a, a prostament, a, someone who has no shaykhahs to Kedusha, no shaykhahs to anything, bring him over here, bring the lowest character that you could find, bring him to the Rebbe of Meilach, and if you bring him to the Rebbe of Meilach, he'll touch the Rebbe of Meilach, and you'll see what will happen. And the Shabazzka told him, and then that's what they did. They run to the Shuk, they find the Prost, the Yid, the Yid, the Shaykh, the Kedusha, one of the lowest people. And he comes in, and he doesn't know what he's doing there, and they said, Just, you know, you see that rabbi on the floor? Touch him. Okay? And he touches the Rebbe of Mailach. All of a sudden, the Rebbe just wakes up. What's going on? And they said afterwards that in a Hanami, he'd fainted, but even if the Rebbe of Mailach would have been out of this world and his Neshama would have left his Guf, then the fact that something Tommy touched him would have caused. Because he was so so Kiddush, so holy, that anything that was the opposite of kedusha, he couldn't stand. So I we're dealing with something very very special, something which again we don't really comprehend. We can say all the stories that we want, but lemaisa we don't really understand. In fact, I'll tell the oilam one last one last story. This one But again, you have to you have to really believe. You have to understand. Mysa goes like this. Mysa goes like this. There's a famous story of the Rabshitzah, Heiliger Rabshitzah. He was a big Talmud of the Noem el-Melech, as we know, and he very much wanted to see what the Rebbe does when he's alone. It was very difficult sometimes to spend time with the Rebbe. He closed himself in his room. Who saw what the Noem el-Melech did? No, nobody saw anything. The Rabshitzah was a Talmud. He wanted to see what does the Rebbe do when he's closed in his room and whatever it was. So that's what he did. He decided he's going to do it. It's an this Hashem. I need to do this. I need to find out what's going on. What does the Rebbe do in his private room? So he decides to hide, he decides to hide, he climbs in a closet over there, he sees a crack through the, through the crack between the doors, he says, I'm able to see the avoid of the Heiliger Rebbe. The Noemi comes into this room, like he did in the specific time, and all of a sudden, he closes the door, he locks the room, and he takes out a Gartel. Now this is already after Mincha, he takes out the Gartel, and he starts swaying the Gartel backwards and forwards, the Gartel lights on fire. Right. It stopped for a few minutes. He put the gartle on. He wrapped it once around his waist. The rabbishte said when he saw that the room was filled with a or godel a light that he had never seen. He wrapped the the the, the Wrapped it a second time. The rabbishte felt the poshet couldn't take it anymore. He was going to leave the world. He started screaming. The rebbe l'menach said, Naftullah, come out!" He crawled out of his hiding, and the rebbe said to him, "If you would have remained here." When I wrapped the gartle a third time, you would have died from the light that would have been revealed. Get out of here and never do it again. i say we're dealing with a yid that we don't understand. But I'll tell you a couple of things. First of all, like this. The Radomska was traveling to Lżensk. And uh, the owner was saying to him, why are you going all the way to Lżensk for? There's a tzaddikim all over Poland. There's great tzaddikim, big forests. We've seen many of them ourselves. There's so many tzaddikim, why are you going to Lżensk? Listen, listen to what the Radomska said. He said that the tzaddikim that are buried in other places have no sheichas to this physical world. Or but the Neum mela could be with a talis and Tvinin and he will hear even a mundane Bakosha from any Yid in the world that comes to him. So that's where we're going, Rabbi Say. The Rebbe, Ramey Repar once said that somebody wants emestik yiru If you want emestik yiru shemayim, it's to be found at the kever the Rebbe Rab Mailach Sai. So that is a very, very big thing. And one last thing to share with you as well is that we swallow fine official sofa once said it was makubal by him that the Rebbe Rahmilach was mavtiach, Guarantees that anybody that damages his Keva will never be nifter without doing chuva. So Rabai Say we are about in a few minutes to enter Lezhensk, to go to the Rebbe Rab Mailh. Be be for for all those that need shiduchim, for those that need health, for those that need parnasa, for those that need There's so much. Daven for our families, for ourselves, for the yeshiva, for your chaverim. The rebbe of Meilah was so much into the idea of looking at other people, helping them, and and, and doing what you can for somebody else. It's not all about yourself. It's filled specifically by the rebbe of Meilah. Avadu daven for ourselves, but daven for yenem, daven for somebody else. Dam for the Ge'ol shleima, dam for the G'ilom shchena, and Ba'iza HaShem, the Reboi Nishomu M'Kabal U'la Tfilis, the Toiva.